You're with Julian on the brown note for the first time in ages because I got a new job and um, for weeks I've hardly been out of film or do any radio. Ukraine, video 974 and Vladimir Putin and the irony of the Second Amendment. So a little bit late in the day to be covering the uh, coup in Russia from the Wagner Group. Now, I mean, the idea it was a coup was... Um, Kind of bizarre. Um, so obviously the Western media wanted to pre present it as a, a, a credible coup. But the thing is, ground forces aren't what wins what modern warfare. Air power is. And there's about 50,000 ground troops in the Wagner Group. And there's about 1.1 million ground troops in the Russian army. But none of that matters. The Russian army could have a hundred troops and they'd still obliterate the Wagner group in 10 minutes because they've probably got the world's second most powerful air force and they've probably got the world's second most powerful military uh, missile defense systems. So it doesn't really matter. Ground troops are for certain things like you go in and you blow everything up with your air power and then your ground troops move in. But um, what was happening there is is baffling to me. It just made no sense. So the Wagner Group came about in 2014. In 2013, there was a coup in Ukraine and the democratically elected government were overthrown. I'm not going to rehash every single other video I've done. And the government that was in power were massively supported by the ethnic Russian Crimean side of Ukraine. And they were very unhappy and it led to a... You know, the, during the coup, there was this Donbass war between the Russian-leaning side and the Western-supported side, who is Zelensky. And the Wagner group fomented around that as, um, I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. The only thing I can think of is it gave, um, it, it gave Russian troops the ability to be inside Ukraine without there being an invasion, which there has now been rendering the need for the Wagner group to zero so I can understand that maybe if Russia wants to extend its military might into countries without having the international sanctions and condemnation of having troops on the ground or the attendant risks with clashing with other nations they'd use these mercenaries and I'm sorry America do you think we've forgotten people like Blackwater being in Iraq? How many private contractors do you use? So that is the only reason it makes any sense. Go away. So they're like one of um, the guys, Yvengny uh, Prigozhin, who's the leader of the Wagner Group and now in exile in Belarus. What an idiot. What was he trying to do? had apparently had a big fight with the leaders of the Russian proper military. And that was who he was against. He wasn't ever against Putin. And he was, um, he was criticizing them for the way that they were fighting the war in Ukraine from what everyone can see, possibly with valid reasons, uh, cause it hasn't exactly been fought well. Um, but he was always Putin's pick. And these guys were called Putin's private army. 
So the idea that he was leading a coup against Putin is frankly ridiculous. Um, I don't know if that was a, a bit of brinksmanship designed to... Because he's saying that the, um, the Russian military bombed a convoy of Wagner troops, killing loads of them, like helicopters, fired missiles, and so on, and that led to it. Um, but what was Putin thinking about having a private army of 50,000 soldiers? They do other work as well, like in um, Syria and in um, the DRC, Democratic Republic of Congo. I can't remember which way around it is. And in Sudan, where they're on the side of the government in those countries. So they're made out to be these um, heinous um, mercenaries, yet America has used private contractors in the armed forces famously for quite some time now um, in places like Libya and so on. Um, so their primary fomentation was around Ukraine. And given that the Russian army has now gone into Ukraine, it would seem that their existence isn't necessitated. But what was Putin thinking? In America in 1791, um, the United States ratified the right to keep and bear arms. Now, that has been bastardized in the modern era to being about personal liberty to own firearms. It was never about that. The founding fathers who framed... Do you know some people, they can't text more than one line without sending? Like they send one line, one line. Um, so the founding fathers believed that the um, example of Europe since Roman times and Julius Caesar had shown that democracy was most at threat from standing armies in your own country. And that time and time again, the European democracy has been overthrown by people that could control the military. So in order not to have a standing army in the United States, they gave people the right to bear arms and maintain a well-regulated militia, not to stand up to the government, but to protect the government from any standing army and to necessitate them not having to have a standing army. Because they thought that one day... Some tyrant like Donald Trump would come along and use that army to overthrow democracy. Of course, there's a massive irony in that tale, <coughs> which is after a hundred years of the bastardization of the Second Amendment into being about personal liberty over gun ownership, which it was never about in the first place, we did indeed get a attempted coup on January 6th of people who descended on the Capitol in America and now there's very, very well-armed civilians that aren't even part of a mercenary group who are a potential threat to the United States government. So that irony is not lost on me. But Putin is a savvy enough operator that he should have known to have such a big mercenary force. It's going to lead to the potential that one day they're going to turn on the government. It's a silly thing. I don't understand why he did it. It was the lowest point in the war for Putin. <coughs> Whatever Western media coverage says, it was a bad look. I'll say this though, it seems to have got by quite quickly. It's already, it's, it's like the lowest point he had in the war. But it already seems to have broadly been, it looked like he lost control of the country. And it doesn't matter whether he did or he didn't. What matters is perception inside Russia, whether that could foment something else. In reality, in some perverse kind of way, 
Russia has been more democratic in some ways than the Western nations like America or Britain. In that, Putin has enjoyed overwhelming support from the public, way more than 50% the entire time he's been in power, whereas Western leaders often get elected with less than 50% of the vote and are often running in very negative figures in their approval ratings. The opposition forces in Russia maintain terrible, like, 2% averages from the public in support. So what that his his support could be eroded by something like this uh, being misconstrued or sh giving you know sucker to people that want to uh, foment uh, you know a rebellion of, of sorts over the Ukraine crisis. But he seems to have weathered it really quickly and he seems to have been cracking down. I don't know what this guy was doing. I mean, what did he think he was going to get out of it? So it seems to have flipped back now. The um, international condemnation or the international... Like, if you're saying this is a popularity contest, it seems like it's about to swing pretty hard against America. America just decided to send cluster bombs into Ukraine. And this is absolutely um, disgraceful. Even Britain bans cluster bombs. Cluster bombs are lots and lots of munitions that cause havoc on civilian populations, particularly due to the um, high rate of them not going off until much later. So you spray an area like with mines, but they're missiles. <coughs> lots and lots and lots of them. And, you know, 20% <coughs> won't go off, 40% won't go off, and then some kid playing somewhere will blow themselves up. So the international community hates them. America's sending them into Ukraine. They're saying Ukraine's running out of weapons. This is not admitting that what's really happening in Ukraine is that we're just pumping the country full of weaponry that's elongating the war, which we all know is happening. It will erode Western support. I think Western support isn't that strong right now for it anyway. And that's not just the Republicans. That is people just thinking this is just another Western war. Um, and the longer it goes on, the more people start to think about that. Russia started as the worst possible villain here. And the West was up here. The only paradigm shift possible is for the West to come down to being the villain as well. And sending cluster bombs in is absolutely disgraceful. Um, the United States announced on Friday it will provide cluster munitions to Ukraine for the first time as Kiev's forces face tough fighting in their counter-offensive against Russian troops. The move drew sharp criticism from human rights groups due to the danger of unexposed, unexploded bombs. Um, and this, this kind of thing just doesn't pan well. Washington said it received assurances from Kiev it would minimise risk to civilians. That's really scream. Um, they either have the weapons to stop the Russians now, but they're not stopping them, are they? It's just elongating the war. It's not like we're going to give them these weapons and they're going to win. It's we're going to give these weapons so they can continue fighting. And we've seen that go nowhere. In fact, the only logical endgame of it going on forever is the ever-increasing likelihood of nuclear weaponry being used or ever more drastic uh, aerial tactics being used by Russia. Zelensky <coughs> uh, <coughs> was leading the push for this. This is borderline making him out to be a war criminal in my eyes. 
Well, who, who would ask for cluster bombs to be used in your own country? The idea that that won't affect Ukrainian civilians is garbage. Of course it will. And they're saying that the Ukraine, Ukraine can't fight and they're basically running out, running on fumes. If they do, if they run out of weaponry, they'll have to sue for peace, which is what I've been saying from day one. And if they keep getting weaponry, we'll be continually destroying Ukraine. And I don't know why more and more people aren't, or perhaps they are coming out and saying that. And I've, my respect for Zelensky is not high, to be honest. But yeah, what Putin was doing, maintaining a huge private army, who can say?